All right, guys. Well, we're uh, continuing on to chapter three of uh, how to be a missionary in your hometown. And uh, this, this chapter is about the gospel. So the gospel. Um, what is the gospel? Well, it means good news. You know, it comes from the middle and old English word Godspell, <laughs> basically. And it's, uh, or, I don't know how they actually pronounce it back then, Godspell. <laughs> but, um, but it means like good talk or good tale or let's go with good news, shall we? Um, so I was thinking about that. I think you guys have a pretty good grasp of what good means. You probably have a pretty good grasp of what news is also. But I'm going to go ahead and elaborate, elaborate a little bit on news. Um, I did look it up, and the three, uh, three first um, definitions it gives is a report of recent events, previously unknown information, and something having a specified influence or effect. And uh, I was like, all right. Now, we know, you know, we, we get news. We get the news all the time, every day. We're, we're listening to it on the radio. We're watching it on TV. We're reading it in the newspaper or online. Um, and we know not all, all, not all news is good, right? Yeah. Not all news is good. Yeah. But news is currently happening. But I'm going to get back to that in a little bit. First, I have basically two points. They're both fairly quick because this could be something I could talk about for seven days straight. <laughs> well, I, I probably couldn't, but, but there's plenty of material to do so. <laughs> um, but what I want to do is hopefully inspire you and encourage you to dig in deeper for yourself. I guess that's really the goal every week, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you know, this should not be your week's worth of spiritual food, <laughs> you know. This is, this is just kind of a quick inspiration to, to encourage you to go back for, for the rest of your week yeah. and dig in for yourselves. Yeah. And, um, you know, in a, in a way, you know, the good news, um, as we're going to read here in uh, Romans 3, if you want to turn there, um, this is kind of a continuation of communion because that is what communion is every week. It's talking about the good news. It's remembering Jesus. Right. Jesus is the good news. Right. <laughs> you know, because he reconciled us to God, you know, that redemption is the good news <clears throat> that we're able to be restored in our relationship with God yeah. because our sin separated us from God. Mm. So let's read and, I mean, Paul, Paul can explain it a lot better than I can. So let's go to Romans chapter 3, starting at verse 21. As my eyes get worse, and these, these letters seem to get smaller in my Bible, but bear with me. <laughs> Romans 3.21. But now a righteousness from God, apart from law, has been made known, to which the law and the prophets testify. This righteousness from God comes through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference, for all who sinned, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Jesus Christ. God presented him as a sacrifice of atonement through faith in his blood. He did this to demonstrate his justice because in his forbearance, he had left the sins committed beforehand unpunished. He did it to demonstrate his justice at this present time 
so as to be just and the one who justifies those who have faith in Jesus. Um, <clears throat> you know, this is a, a real nutshell of, of what the gospel is. You know, it is that we have sinned, we fall short of God's glory. You know, our sin has separated us from God. You know, we've built this wall of sin between us and God. But because of Jesus being sacrificed on the cross, dying, taking on our, our sin, I have no idea how that all worked, but he took on his, our sin for us. He was our sacrificial lamb. And then he conquered death and was raised from the dead. That is the glory that he conquered death. And because he did, we, are, we also are able to conquer death. And we conquer death by, by Jesus' blood justifying us, but it takes our faith and our putting our faith in Jesus to do that for us. Um, I want to read uh, from, the, from the book here. Um, on page 60, you know, he, he mentions, you know, we live in this moment between redemption and the restoration which is still to come. We live in this period of hearing the good news but not completely understanding what it will mean for our lives and our world. You know, we wonder what restoration might look like and eagerly await the day when God will show it to us. You know, restoration, what he's talking about there is basically heaven. You know, we're, right now we, we know that we've been redeemed. We know we've, we've been forgiven of our sin when we put our faith in Jesus. But we still haven't totally been restored you know that restoration is is when we pass from this life and we and we go into eternal life with god Amen. you know that's when we're restored that's when we will truly understand it we'll, we'll be we'll be able to be with god and there you know like a revelation it talks about no more crying no more tears or pain or 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 any of that stuff that stuff is all gonna be gone the old world it's all gonna be gone and we're gonna have new bodies, we're going to have new life, and it's going to be eternal, it's going to be with God, it's going to be glorious. Amen. But we don't really know exactly what that is. You know, I, I say all this, but I have no idea really what it actually looks like, you know. Um, but, uh, but we eagerly hope for it, and we await it. Yeah. Um, again, in, in, uh, on page 61, in the book here, uh, Joel Nagel uh, says, since we live in this era, uh, between redemption and restoration, the gospel is still news. It's not history. You know, that's, you know, the first point was reconciled, you know, we're reconciled to God. Second point is simply that, you know, the good news, the gospel is still relevant to us right now. It's not history. It's not something that happened, you know, at Jesus' time 2,000 years ago. Right. It's something that is happening right now. It's still relevant. Yeah. You know, you think about, you know, the news. When we talk about news, you know, if I tell you the Vietnam War is over, everybody's looking at me, yeah, okay. <laughs> Why? Because it's history. Everybody already knows that. It's not news, you know. Um, but, um, you know, like, like Juan was saying, you know, let's pray for the coronavirus. That's something that's happening right now. Yeah. You know, that is something, you know, everybody's kind of eyebrows just kind of went up, you know. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, it's, that's concerning. Yeah. That's something that's happening currently. And there's a big difference between when we hear something from history versus when we hear something 
from news. Yeah. So, because news is happening right now and it's affecting us right now. Um, so, you know, if you look in uh, Hebrews chapter 10, I was thinking to read this whole section, but I'm actually just going to read verse 17. I imagine some of you know that one by heart. But we're going to read it straight from the scriptures anyway. At least uh, I'm going to read it from the New International Version. It is Hebrews 10 verse 17 says, I'm sorry, Romans, did I say Hebrews? Romans 10, 17. I'm like, that's not right. <laughs> Hebrews 10, 17 is awesome though, guys. Read it when you get a chance. <clears throat> Romans 10, 17 says, Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word of Christ. You know, the message Right before that, he's actually talking, he mentions good news. You know, that how beautiful are for those who bring good news. I imagine that's a scripture we'll probably come back to at some point as we're reading this, uh, this book. But, you know, that good news is in the scriptures. That's where we find it. Yeah. So it's important for us to be in God's word. Um, you know, we all respond differently to the gospel. When we get into God's word... We're not all the same. You know, we're not all at the same place. You know, we've come from the same place. We're at, a, I mean, we've come from a different place. We're at a different place right now, and we will be in a different place even after we look at the scriptures. But we all need to be in the scriptures because that's where God is going to speak to us. And that's where we are going to be changed. And, um, you know, just uh, continuing in, in Romans, I mean, yeah. Back to Hebrews, actually. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 4. Both great books in the Bible, i got to tell you. Um, Hebrews chapter 4. And this is really what I'm going to end with, um, is Hebrews chapter 4, verses 12 and 13. Another one that probably many of you have memorized, and it's a good one to memorize. Um, because this is kind of where God's, God's telling us that God's word, this is good news right here. It says, uh, verse 12, the word, for the word of God is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give account. You know, and I... I just love that, that idea that God's word is living and active. Yeah. You know, it's news. Yeah. It's current. It's happening right now. You know, because every time we look in there, it, it cuts our hearts and it, and it, and it uh, penetrates to the deepest part of us. Mm -hmm. and, and it changes us. It calls us to, to make decisions. You know, whether, whether we decide we're going we're gonna to make changes in our lives or, or if we decide we're going to walk away from God. You know, these, you know, it's our choice. God gives us that choice. But, but God's word is relevant to us right now. And this is where we find, um, you know, the good news. And this is where we are going to go deeper in understanding the good news and our own redemption. It's very easy for us to just kind of go through the motions. You know, we, we come to church on Sundays, maybe do midweek on Wednesdays or devotional on Fridays. Or, you know, we can do some of these things one of the most dangerous things for us to do is 
to just get into this a religious habit, you know, where we're just doing things out of habit. And, you know, I, you know, even just doing the prayer this, this, this morning before doing the sermon, I was like, you know, it's a little different than what we usually do, but it's, but it's good, it's necessary. I won't tell you what I was originally thinking about how I was going to change things up here, but <laughs> I figured let's, let's not get too crazy this morning. <laughs> but you know what? It, it's good to do, do things a little bit differently sometimes because it, it, it keeps us out of just a, the, the religious rut. Yeah. You know, because when, 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 when God's word is not active in our lives and we're not, you know, keeping it fresh, we get stale and we, yeah. and we lose sight of really what the good news is. Yeah. So... As you go about this week and as you continue uh, reading this book here, um, How to Be a Missionary in Your Hometown, and the Bible, hopefully you're, you're digging deep into God's Word. Um, it's not all about this book. It's all about this book, really. Um, but as you do that, let, let God's Word be living and active in your life and, uh, and, and, and just understand the Gospel a little bit deeper. So uh, with, that's, that's the end of the sermon, and uh, I think the guys can come up for one more song. Amen. Amen.